What you gonna do when I get that paper? Bitch, I want to eat some fucking paper. Look at the yum yums, I got them. All I wanna do is eat it. Now I'm hungry. I'm so hungry for this shit. Cut down a tree and make some pop out of that bitch. Then I go through the process of metamorphosis. I turn that food into some paper, bitch. Look at me, mow mow. When I shit it out, it looks like a pile. A motherfucking brown stuff. I'm gonna turn that into paper too tough. It's made out of booty, so it's recycling your ass, bitch. What you know now? All I wanna do is be something big. So I eat a lot of paper, get big and strong, so you will see me later. When I stab your face, I didn't use my muscles, bitch, I used the base in my voice to cut up your ass. Look at you now, trick, you fucking just passed. Your maximum age limit. Now you smell like some Dave Bennett. Mm. <laughs> Dave Bennett. <laughs> right, yeah. Do the magics. Oh. I like to do it to make sure there's not any snakes around. <laughs> <laughs> snakes. You know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> it's Teach Yourselves. It's Wednesday. And guess who's here? Guess who's back? Back. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not falling for that trap. That song was catchy at a point in time, but it's bullshit now. <laughs> You're right. Wilson's here. <laughs> Wilson, you missed your son's first birthday. How's it make you feel? It's good. It's going to be a lot like when I have an actual child. So. <laughs> I had to I work. That, yeah, I know. loved you, but I, Miho, I couldn't be there. <laughs> I couldn't be there. And I'm not like, I didn't have to do anything. I'm just like, oh man, he was at La Plaza eating tacos all weekend. Will you please call your son Miho for me? I will. <laughs> Miho, Miho. I wouldn't say it like that. It was Miho. It's like an actual <laughs> Spanish person. Hell yeah. I pronounce it correctly. Oh, I've been listening to some dope ass Puerto Rican rap, dude. I know. Uh, Marcelo got you hooked to Bad Bunny. Yeah, soy peor. Everybody likes Bad Bunny. He's so good. I like some other stuff too. I, I, can, I can listen to I it. I like Spanish Drake as well. What was it? Uh, no, the guy, just that dude who sings real soft on Bad Bunny songs. Uh, Ego Mortenstein? Whatever the fuck his know. name is. I don't know who's... I don't know their... I don't know what the fuck they're saying. No, I don't know their names. No, but back to pronouncing <laughs> shit right. I yeah. used to... When I used to work breakfast at the other place I worked at, I used to pronounce chorizo correctly. Chorizo. And they would like chorizo. make fun of me about it. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, Wilson, you always just gotta say it like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I'm Puerto Rican. Like, <laughs> you are I'm not what gonna you like, are. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why that was funny to them because it wasn't like I walked with them like, oh, mm, these Brussels sprouts are great. Right? And you are what you are, <laughs> yeah. Wilson. That's why I love you. And we have a special guest. You know on what the program I think this today. needs mayonnaise. <laughs> don't don't say that. Sorry, young man. I know you like mayonnaise. I love it. Uh, I don't care what, who knows it. I love mayonnaise and white women. Guess who's here? <laughs> Surprise, another white woman. No. <laughs> I know. This did one, you just literally say white woman? I, I That's a that perfect all the time. intro. I love it. No, it's great. It's one of my favorite things. It's the theme of the podcast. That's what you want, like, as your title. Like, if you were on the news ever, it's like yeah. Deanna, Deanna, Deanna white local woman. white woman. She's so many more things, and we're going to find out about them here today on Teachers Devils. Deanna Asta is here. Asta. No one ever knows. But you know what? It's my that's actually my middle name. Uh-oh. Deanna Asta. See, Don't oh, you're learning all this new shit. And it's Lithuanian. So oh, hello. I'm getting real weird. I'm getting so you super, super ethnic. Like I'm, I'm gonna start talking about <laughs> pierogies and shit. Wilson Man, and I are gonna have a do some floor exercise. Food off. We're gonna that's have food off. Yeah, but I'm a lo- I'm yeah, I'm a I local more. local white lady. But no, you're not. <laughs> you're non-local. You're fucking. You're a citizen of the world. With local white lady. 
citizen of the world. Citizen of the world. I like that. Deanna Didi herself. Right. How yep. she? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing all right. Yeah. You're a local Take- Cleveland icon, right? <laughs> icon. Hey, you said it, not me. Come on. <laughs> so, but you're never here. You're always bopping in and out. I bop in and out, you know? Yeah, it's like I, I'm like one foot in, one foot out, you know? I have, a, I have an issue with commitment. Okay. <laughs> like, that's a general theme, you know, okay. of my life. So, you know. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Like you said, I like to keep them, keep them guessing, you know? But there's some things <laughs> that you love in this world, and I feel like you do those all the time. Well, I, do, I try, yeah. So, yeah, because I'm a travel nurse. So, um, I'm lucky in that I'm able to, like, you know, hop out of town. Yeah. Was just out in Vegas. Bip, bop, bip bopping across <laughs> For, the what, seven months I was out there in the desert? Man. Damn. So, it's like I went to basically the most, like, un-Cleveland place you could go is Mouth Las world? Vegas. Yeah, it's the so <laughs> the desert. There's like no real history. There's no. Really? It's, there's so. It's so weird. What's well, it? You Nothing know, very new city. History. Yeah. No. It's just weird. It, it's um. It's just dirty money. It's, just it's dirty money. Well, you know. Over and over again throughout time. <laughs> but like the longer I was there, you know, I'd meet people who are um who were from there, and like people who were just kind of more like you know me or whatever, yeah. and they're from there, and I just like <laughs> I would just like feel bad for them. I'm like that's so, that's so sad. I'd like you grew have, like, up here, and they're like, of course they're thinking like, oh man, this bitch is from Cleveland. Like that's so sad. Like they're just like totally like they feel bad for me that I'm from Cleveland. From I'm Cleveland? like you don't even know, dude. We have right? an art museum. We have an actual A art museum. An amazing art museum. Yeah. Like you have like the Bellagio with right? some like fucking you, fucking, you know uh, uh, da- Dale Chihuly glass sculptures <laughs> yeah. in the in you got Mandalay Bay. What's so great about that? Yeah. So oh shit, it's, it's weird. <laughs> oh, it was weird. <laughs> Watch out for that. the sponsors, man. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I don't even hear, hear what you said. There's been a lot of violence lately. You guys are probably. Just- there's like violence against Dude, well, I when I people. moved out to Vegas, it was right after the shooting, too. Oh, yeah. And that actually delayed me going. And so, yeah, it was like, it was just, a, it was a rough time to be heading out there. Just, I mean, just because it was in the air, you know? Right. I, when I was, when I got to the hospital, there were still patients in the hospital that had been affected, you know, Damn. they were in and out, like it was weeks later, but they had complications. It's the longest and country stuff. concert ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shit. It sucks. Yeah, uh. it totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> for me that's probably a bad description anyway we're not here to talk about bad news even though we are allied with our hebrew brethren shout out to all my motherfucking dreidel spinners out there in the world i'm with you uh-uh. for life um yes. except if, like this whole thing is no there's no conflicting for me. Like, they're nothing. from pittsburgh though it's like from Cleveland. That has nothing to do with. It does have something to do with. No, it has me, nothing right? to do. It's like that's why I'm voting for Trump now. I want it all record. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> stupid sports rivalries between cities has nothing to do with anti. You know, listen, you're right. That's why something as foolish as Richard Cordray should never get us fucking down. You know Look, what I'm saying? All of those commercials. <laughs> I just see jabronis. <laughs> you ain't lying, cousin. So I don't care. But. There's people that don't have to worry about that kind of shit. Super cool people that live in New York. They don't have those problems. All they have to worry about is if the ghost of Ed Koch wants to fucking come and eat a fucking black and white cookie in their bedroom. <laughs> the ghost of Ed Koch. That's all I had. Yeah. All my New York references are from Ghostbusters. Oh, man. Yeah, New York. So, New York, yeah. So, I lived there for um, so for 11 years. <laughs> how's the ghost situation? Yeah, how's the ghost situation? Ghost situation has it, in has New York. settled since the 80s? <laughs> yeah, there's a huge story about that. Yeah, there was a big marshmallow dude. It was mm. fucked oh, up. Oh, right. I don't remember. 
because I wasn't born yet. I remember those days, 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, New York, you know, it's wild, man. So, yeah, I moved there in 2002. Oh, my God. Um, So, right after 9-11-ish, you know, in that, that, you know, era. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. It was, uh, I lived in Brooklyn. Um, I always lived in Williamsburg. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but that's, like, literally, like, hipster.org. Yeah, that's It's, like, the most hipster town. But we were, I was there with the first wave. Like, I was there with, like, the first wave of the hipsters. So, like, I get to... You know, I get to ride. Frontline gentrification. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but, we are um, going to knock their homes down. No, but like in my no, neighborhood. Yeah. It was shots. like when, um, you know, uh, Interpol and the Strokes Hell and all yeah. those guys, like Interpol, yeah, they, like, they were like right, um, they recorded right in my neighborhood. Bands. Yeah, I was yeah, in so high I, school and shout out to my friend Gary who fucking would always bring me like the new, he would have the new record. Like, he's like this gangly dude who's like, like, got like loving family and stuff but like he's kind of like he's a, he's my guy but he's just that guy you know what I mean the guy that you know but he just likes music the gill yeah he's yeah. the gill human, yeah. human fish but he fucking always would I have the new record makes sense at all don't worry about it it's a deep story it's <laughs> so he was like he, he got all the new like the New York rec- deck, the records like, he's yeah. the person that showed me the strokes like yeah and I was like oh shit in like 2002 it's like how right. did you yeah, well, and yeah, it was just there was a lot going on in that, and, and so now the whole um, the whole complaint is like what Williamsburg is like. It's all like yuppie invaded and mm-hmm. super super expensive, and it's not really like edgy anymore and this That's and that. So, uh, but you know, back then that was when um, Electro Clash was really big. Like I don't know, there's this DJ Larry T who like sort of he actually um, yeah no he was like huge with that scene, but. So you'd get, we had weird parties, like it was really big, like lots of trannies walking around, oh like God. it was weird, you know, it was still like everybody, it was, Strange like, it was a great time to be there though, because it's like, uh, looking back, uh, I lived like right off Bedford Avenue, which, so I'm like, okay, that whole era is going to be like, it's like if you lived in London in the 60s and oh, like wow. on Piccadilly Circus, like that will be, that's like the definite, you know. It's a moment. culture. So it was cool. I mean, I'm lucky. Area. Yeah, man. I was lucky to be there for that. And so, so, but I still love it. It's like, I have a, uh, it's so hard, man. Cause like I moved back to Cleveland mostly to work for the Cleveland Clinic. Cause yeah. I went to a nursing school out there. Cause I One was. One of the greatest hospitals in the world. Yeah. So I have a degree in design. Surgery. And Make then yourself free. I had like the great epiphany of like, oh, I'm going to be a nurse and have job security forever and all that. Mm. I want to help people, blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's it's rough being a nurse, no shit. But yeah. so I'm pretty much moved back to work at the clinic um, just for a year or so. And then like, I just kind of stayed. But like, yeah, I'm always like kind of in and out. Like I'm, you know, now I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out to California, probably LA and okay. travel nurse, but like I want to keep Cleveland as my home base, you know? Right. So it's like, I'm t- always torn. It's like, there's so much, I, I love Cleveland so much, okay. but of course there's like so much I don't. And then I like, I crave being in like Somewhere the big else. cities or just kind of like, you know, New Orleans is yeah. like, that's my huge, ob- that's my vacation? obsession right now. Well, that's where I want to go next too, to travel nurse. Cause I'm, I'm just I got to get my fix, you know. I got. I got you want to work and play. You know, I want to work and play. That's why. That's why I went into that profession because it would allow me to travel a lot. So, huh. who knows where I'll end up? But I love Cleveland, and I want. Um, I could see being here, you know, long term, like maybe a little later in life. But right now, I got shit to do, girl. Right. I got people to get see. Get out there. <laughs> I got see oysters to eat, Sazeracs to drink. Oysters, jazz, jazz music. I got it. Listen you know? to jazz. Oysters. Listen to funk. Oysters. 
listening to well we talked about what's coming for you in the future but let's take a look back behind the curtain of the past <laughs> And I'm talking about 2002 post 9-11 New York was a huge time for me as a, a teen boy trying to discover what I love to do in music and being in bands. And it's like, that's when I discovered, uh, found out about bands like TV on the radio and oh yeah, uh, uh, the Strokes and uh, uh, Franz Ferdinand. Oh yeah, and, love uh, that show. I saw Franz Ferdinand a couple times Ferdinand. in my neighborhood, yeah. And uh, who else? That's Fucking, all my shit. We, so we should throw. We need to throw a party together. Let's DJ like a. Let's do like. A, I would love to start DJing. Well, like so really I was really. Idea. I got really involved in um, in the DJ scene there, and so I used to host parties with um one of my best friends, Seza. There's a whole like the. I got really deep with the techno crew. Okay. <laughs> I'm all, I'm like I come from rock and roll, but I'm also a total new waver. So there's I kind of. But Cleveland, there's no there's it's a total different culture. Like but there's Cleveland just not like with that. that. It started with like the fucking exotic birds was like. Oh, the exotic birds. Oh, dude, I have stories about them, dude. Get they out used of to here. Ba- I used to be babysat by a girl who was his older sister was a cra- this is in the eighties. She was a crazy punk rocker. Okay. okay, she literally she changed her legal name to Northeast. Her name was Northeast Van Huffle, and she had a, a mohawk. <laughs> she had that crazy ass tall oh mohawk. So she was the older sister of my. It was I was around that age where. Um, like my mom never wanted to pay for babysitters, you know. Yeah. So, and I have an older sister, two years. So she'd be like, "Oh, just go, you know, go yeah, go Janet. to the fr- go with Stephanie to your friend to their friend's house." So they lived in some, you know, total like like run down like double oh, apartment somewhere yeah. in Lakewood and we would hang out there and I would this was that was like my first glimpse into like that world. like I was Rock like who the fuck and the exotic birds she was like dating one of the dudes with from the exotic birds so they were always there so I wow. was babysat by Trent Reznor because I know he was there I know he's there That's I don't remember wild. him I just remember punk rockers and like scary people and we'd go hide up in the bedroom and they'd be downstairs like drinking beers and everything That's and so cool it's, I think it's cool also well then <laughs> Like new on tangents, but one of the best one of the best concerts ever um, was in Cleveland in high school. Um, there was I think it was like ninety four um, Nine Inch Nails. This was back when you know all we had was the radio, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember one hundred seven point nine, the end greatest I do station of all time, That's like making tapes totally raised back in changed the day. my life. Of course, like I'll never forget when Wilson you ever made tapes. Those huh? tapes, Wilson's. Tapes. <laughs> I got better shit. I'm, I'm aging myself do, so much. You didn't make tapes? Was that I didn't after make you? tapes. That was a lot of work. I had to put shit in a thing. Oh, dude, mix tapes. Friday nights making tapes. You think my mom so, and dad were gonna so buy me fucking tapes. tapes to just record <laughs> mixtapes for myself? Well, they could just either buy the fucking CD. <laughs> Not gonna hug you. Definitely listen to it on the motherfucking radio. <laughs> Come on, James. Use your fucking head. Man, right? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I don't need to apologize. Just be better. <laughs> Just oh be better. Just like yeah. my parents used to tell me. Exactly. Baby set so, by Trent Reznor. So anyways, here. there was a, they announced where I was driving around with my best friend, Erica, who I'm still best friends with. She lives here as well. She, we, her and I were obsessed with Nine Inch Nails. That was our band. I literally, she dope. named her car Trent. She had this little black car, mm. named it Trent, and I handmade with like a with an exacto blade, like a Nine Inch Nails sign to yeah. put like in the window. You were the we cool were total girl. dorks. 
But um, so we're just driving around. I remember we were on the shoreway and uh, the end announced they're like, oh, there's a secret show down at the Odeon. Well, Nine Inch Nails secret show, like the first, I don't even know, like 200 people, something like it was such yeah. a small, you know, the Odeon's fucking tiny. tiny. So they're like the first, Rest however power, many people Odeon. who no, get down there. Back. Oh yeah. Get in. So we rushed down there and it was me and then her cousin Mike who's amazing. He's like he's a cop now. Actually now, now he works for the FBI actually, but he's Fuck like this 12. huge huge football player and so it was the three of us down there. <laughs> I'm ducking. I'm ducking. <laughs> Are you listening? I am listening, man. <laughs> no. So, anyway, so we fly down there, we get in, and the be- like the best thing about that concert was that it was everybody. Nobody was dressed cool. It was like because everyone was in their cars. So you had like people coming from work because of the Odeon, so you had a lot of like Someone's people in, like, downtown. So there's people with like their blazers or whatever, like just yeah. come as you are, right? So it's just like all these Clevelanders, and as you know, my God, and this was like like I said, like I think '94 around, maybe '95. I think it was '94, okay. and uh, you know, '90 sales. They were huge, like. Massive, Exploded. so we're all in there and we're just so excited. And then they come out and try. I, I found an article. I gotta post it because there was a write up about it, and I forgot this. But yeah, he comes out and he's he's dressed in drag. He's oh, dressed wow. like a the scariest woman you've ever seen. Classic. And that show, that show changed my fucking life. Like I was in the pit. I was up front. So my whole thing is, I'm like, yeah. oh, Trent Reznor kicked me in the head once because he did. He he was he was uh, moshing. He was. Diving, I was like, that motherfucker used to babysit me. And huh? So I had, I had all these earrings. I, I pierced my left ear like seven times myself. Oh, I was one of those. I was punk, dude. I know, you know, and I like to fuck with people because yeah. it's like I can be a yuppie. I could be, I can be a lot of different things, but I'm, I'm all punk and goth on the inside, you know. Ooh. So anyway, but I had all my earrings. So the story was, I went in the pit, and um, and they were like, just couldn't believe it. And Mike, Erica was like, Mike, you got to go protect. Her. And he's like, dude, I'm scared of her. Like, she's in there throwing people, whatever. I came out. My ear was all bloody. My earrings got ripped oh, out. Ooh. But it didn't hurt. Like, it was, I literally didn't know. It was just, I just had blood all over my ear and, like, was missing like, a couple earrings, this and that. But, man, those days. Like, you You're can't hardcore. do that anymore. You can't even mosh, you, you know? Do not that. Because now I'm a, la- I'm a grown lady now, so I'm not trying to mosh. But, well, I, mosh. I, I mean, that shit was disco fun. Shows, baby. Yeah, I wouldn't it trust. I don't now. trust. Not in this day and age. I don't trust the people in the pit anymore. But With back razor then, blades like in my hands, fucking those dude, caps people that the just fucking Peaky Blinders wear, grabbing at nice. you. Yeah. Oh man, I remember one time on MTV around this time, I saw fucking Courtney Love getting groped in concert, and she like tried to fight the dude that was grabbing her. And then like I wrote a joke about that later in life that really stood out in my mind. Oh shit! I just remembered. This is another story. This is a tangent because you mentioned Courtney Love, and that just reminded me too. Yeah. So then I met the guy. I met the guys from Filter. You remember? You know yeah. Filter, right? Do you want to yeah. take my picture? Oh yeah, shit. Oh, so man. when I was nineteen, after high school, you probably you probably don't remember this necessarily, but down the flats there was a it was a chain called Dick's Last Resort. I don't recall. And Dick's it was, Last but Resort. it was amazing because oh, it was one of these supposed to be assholes. Yeah, too. they, they yeah. packle people. So like looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, that's actually how I started to become kind of a total asshole. Because I was 19, me and my other Whoa. best friend Cassie, who was like, she was like nominated for Homecoming Queen and everything, like totally gorgeous, like yeah. sweet girl, doesn't drink at all, doesn't swear, she's crazy. 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, that's weird, right? Okay. Anyways, we worked there together. We were busboys and we worked there with a bunch of our um, guy buddies from St. Ed's. Anyway, so we're working and I'm out. I remember we're on the back deck and I turn around, I look over and right, like I had to see him. He's like, right in my face was the dude from, what's his name, Patch? Because his brother was the, um, the, the Robocop, the Robocop and Terminator. Right? And that's, yeah, what's his name? Patrick um, something or whatever. He's Piggy. That's on the wait, song. wait, wait. You talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the, the Terminator. Not Arnold Robo Schwarzenegger. Somebody or no, else. not Robocop. Terminator. Who is it? But yeah, but the liquid. T2, liquid. The liquid he was like a oh, liquid. Oh, you're talking about uh, Officer Daggett from X-Files. Yeah. yeah. What is his real name? I don't fucking uh, know, James, man. James, not... It's Patrick. It? So, there's Patrick, Patrick in there somewhere. Uh, uh, Oh, I don't know. I it's gonna bug me. But anyway, so he's standing there, <laughs> and this is the this is the best part though, because he's wear he's standing there wearing a filter T-shirt, and like of course you're at the place where you're supposed to make fun of people. So I'm like I pull, just heckle him right from the end. I'm like, what? Are you kidding? I'm like you can't go around fucking wearing that. What the fuck? And he was like, oh, it's it's laundry night. It's laundry day. Blah. So he's it's him and the um one the other guy from filter. I, I would recognize him. I forget what what he played, but it was the two of them. So. We hung out. We like, I remember I ate like French fries with them and we talked shit. We talked about music. He talked so much shit about Trent. He said Trent was known as the guy who'd always steal everybody's drugs. Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, something Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah, is that it? Pull it up. Are you Robert Patrick. It? <laughs> I figured it out before <laughs> I looked it up. What's the Matt? dude from Filter's name, the lead singer? His brother? It. Yeah, because their brother. So he was there. This is what, this was even funnier. Like, it's so, so random, but um, they were, I was like, Columbus oh, yeah, why are you guys in town or whatever? And there was <laughs> that night, there was a meatloaf concert in oh, Cleveland. Meatloaf right concert. Now. And Boo. they were, his bro- his brother, the, um, Liquid Cop, whatever the hell his name was, the actor is allegedly is best friends with Meatloaf. They're like best friends, so like it was a whole family thing. So they were in town to all as a family, like go to the Meatloaf. Like how weird is that? I'm like, what? Wait a minute, wait. And like I remember the one. Wait, wait, wait. Put the brakes on for one second. You're telling me Saturn Award winning actor. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Best friends with me. Like, how is that? How do they meet? How do they meet? That's what I need to know. You know? (laughs) What do they talk about? They talk about being rich as fuck. And also, the guys from Filter were upset. I remember talking about the, um, not the lead singer, the other guy. He was, he schooled me on why Los Lobos is like the greatest, but he's obsessed with Los Lobos. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I was like, uh, these, that's all I can really remember. And they talk like shit about Courtney band. Love. They're like, oh, she's like, not gonna live. She I don't know his brother's everyone. name. They have like, he has like no link to his brother on this thing. I think they're in a family quarrel. It's huh. probably true. It, where's, are you it on happens the more often than the It's gotta be like uh, his sibling children. or whatever. They don't wanna, you know? They don't wanna list, you know, siblings and shit. Dag it. I fuck with, I love X Files so X Files is a great show. He's Jason Bateman's dad. No, I was kidding. I was not it's so ridiculous. It's like the Lawrence Fishburne, Cuba Gooden Jr. thing of Boys in the Hood where they like they look five years apart. It's me. Chalky. What was his name? Oh, God. <laughs> I, the fuck. I haven't seen that movie in so long. And we're tangential again. We're all trying to figure out Robert Patrick's brother's name. I don't know. I know. But he was the guy that the fucking hey pig piggy pig pig pig. That song's about no, him. No, that's Nine Inch Nails. He was like that song's about him. Though. Oh, is Nails. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I know they were in, in it together. So weird. Yeah. But He's all, hey man, nice shot, you yeah. know, all that. Nice shot, man. Yeah. Nice shot. Filter was great. They're so I think I think they put hey, out man. some new music. Nice gun. Not no, they're, they're pretty cool. Um, but 
that's your Cleveland connection. Yeah. I wanted you to start just when we're about to take a I think a brief respite on TC's Devils. When we come back, I think you're gonna start dropping some insane knowledge about yeah. some deep New York devilishness that went on in debaucheries with fucking James Murphy in the back alley. Yeah, dude, I hung out with James Murphy. See, like, I just want to meet him because I just... I, I say I hung out, which means, like, I was in the same room with him at a party. Kinda, That's you know? cool. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Those people are on the... Uh, on the forefront and back end of, uh, I think, modern music as it is today with bands like the Parquet Courts and other things of that nature picking up where they left off. And other bands like the TC's Devils, Angel Hebrew Choir, uh, brought to you by so many giving. We're thankful again for all of our sponsors. Again, Gourmand's Deli, eat it while you can. Um, yes, thank you to Goya Products. If, it, if she eats Goya, she'll Goya. If, uh, if you're feeling strange... And your dog's got the mange. Pepto-Bismol can cure all ills. Get your stomach fixed by Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> and again, never forget the one and only sponsor that isn't even fucking open yet. Please open. Ferris. Mm, Ferris Deli. I need that good chicken. We need that good chicken to feed uh, our belly. My belly. Thank you so much. Here Devils. Deanna, we'll be right back. Me and Wilson will be right back. Uh-uh. TC's Devils is a year old. Suck our dicks. And eat our butts. <laughs> How about that? We're the best. <laughs> Let me tell you something real quick, though, before we go into these hot New York stories. We were having conversation after hours on TC's Devils here with Deanna Asta, real government not given. Uh, myself and Wilson were very the condor. Uh, of course, I'm James uh-uh. Brassfield, if you don't know. Um... We were just talking about some shit on the couch, like how easy it would be to spend a million dollars. And <laughs> I came up with the fact again that I would do some sort of Batman type shit where it's Batman. like, <laughs> See, I, I would spend money would. Would. on R&D. Just, I would just spend a million to have smoke bombs for life. Like to just be able to <laughs> boosh and just no. dust. Like, There's other things. Come on. What would you spend? I mean, that Dude, would be I'd fun, though. You get to ghost fucking, anybody. You'd I'd go ghost. buy me like a Elizabeth Taylor ring, you know? Okay. Something like that. Just boom. Something that's going to grow in value. Just one and done. Just do it. I feel like get a lot of criminal would be buying smoke bombs off see, of me, though. See, I'd buy a small house and then build a Batman lair under the house. Underneath the home. That's Underneath my the basement. subterranean yeah, manor house yeah, home. That's, that's right. my dream. I would run out of money, like I said. I would run out of money. I don't think that. you would if you kept the amenities simple. Like you, your you home, is the home. The yeah, home is the home. The home is the home. The is the back cave, James. I don't want a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I want the Bat bike. That'd be or an dope. aeroplane. Just go buy a fucking yeah, plane. Bat bike, the Bat bike in the movies, well, the Christopher Nolan films is. It's not the Bat bike. It's cumbersome. It's not a good. It's, it's not, not actually bike. even. A it's guy not, didn't make it. Yeah, but it's not functional. It's. it's not, it's okay. It's terrible. It's like a fucking weird crotch rocket. It's not an intuitive a crotch vehicle. Rocket. Batman wouldn't ride a crotch rocket. <laughs> no. He can't reach on. his belt like that. Da, 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 da. But he can it's like too gay. It's way put too gay for Batman. Cool fucking like armor shell over <laughs> his fucking gay, right? motorcycle. That oh one. no, Batman. He's gay, right? No. Batman's not gay. No. He bangs Russian no? Russian ballerinas. Alan Scott. One of the Maybe original Green Lantern Maybe he's bi. is gay. Batman bi? He yeah. doesn't have time for sex. He's like Morsi. <laughs> really? Batman is sex. Morsi sexual. He's just asexual. He's Poor just Batman. Like, Come on. Batman's just he's like, got to get some. I would go out tonight, but he's a sex, I haven't sex, got a stitch to wear. Uh, 
He's also obsessive compulsive. He's pretty sexy though, you know. He's ripped. He does a thousand push-ups a day. I still, I still. He's vote like Patrick. For John. He's Patrick Bateman. He's Patrick, he runs a thousand. He runs twenty-six See, I would miles. Go Patrick Bateman. You would? Hell yeah! With a million, dude. I, I wouldn't would be spend so any Bateman. money on business cards. <laughs> I mean, not that. I mean, he. You know, he had money. I guess he wasn't like quite. You know, he was just a bad yuppie. He's just a psycho. Yeah, it was just a psycho. Did you meet any Patrick Batemans while you were in New York? Oh God, probably. Some quiet murderers. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You moved there in a tough time, but Deanna's back on the program, and uh, she's about to name drop like a motherfucker. <laughs> we mentioned uh, James Murphy before we went off a break. She said she's been at parties with James Murphy. This is the uh, the lead singer and the creator of a uh, uh, LCD sound system. If you're not familiar, he has a bar now. He has, owns this little bar in Williamsburg now, so everybody's like, "Oh, that's where he hangs out." But it's you not. Know? Yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us some more stuff. Like you, you were there. Like name some infamous bands that you fucking have partied with and fun times that you may have had. Well, um, band stuff. That, I mean, mostly it was like uh, Interpol. I never, you know, hung out with these guys, but we'd always go to the Hero Ballroom, and they'd all be there. So like the Strokes and Interpol, it was like that was their place to hang out. Huh. So they'd be there, and then. Um, Interpol, they recorded in my neighborhood, so I was on the subway <laughs> once, and Paul Banks was there, the lead singer. Okay. And he was more, oh my God, it was so cute, because he used to wear, that. he kind of was known at that time, he had this great Burberry plaid scarf, so <laughs> it was just so cute, he was wearing his little scarf, and some girl on the train actually was like trying to talk, she was just like, oh, oh, oh my God. well she was like nice, and I over, he was literally right next to me, and she's like, oh are you, are you Paul Banks, you know, and he was like, yeah, and then she said her name or whatever, and then we rode into Williamsburg, and it was, I thought it was so cute, because the doors went to open, and like she kind of just walked away, and only I heard him she didn't even hear him but he was like oh i let's say her name is stephanie he was like he's like bye bye stephanie he was like it was nice talking to you stephanie or something like that and i was like what a nice man you know and then of course because i'm a creeper Mm -hmm. i I followed followed him are you home so i I saw like where the recording studio was as far as i went so i knew where the studio was like you know all these um warehouses and he just went into some warehouse hey guys i know what paul is that was my story but yeah i didn't are um, you home paul's home i see him right now that's crazy but yeah i I didn't i didn't hang out i hung out with a lot of uh djs that uh I don't know if you know, like, I know, well... Are you familiar with Marshmello? He's really popping. <laughs> like, Richie Houghton is, like, a huge, D, huge DJ, and okay. he was always at the parties, and then um, Matthew Deere, who's in Detroit, he moved to Detroit now, he's you amazing. You ever hang out with Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> I wish. Philadelphia, motherfucker. Didn't he, he, did, he played in Cleveland, like, over the summer, or maybe it was a year <laughs> ago, he played somewhere, and I wanted to go. <laughs> Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, he was, he did some party here. A couple years ago or Look, something, Jazzy and I was Jeff like, "Yeah, I'd be Jeff down with some Jazzy Jeff." Damn well, please. If I know right. anything about Jazzy Jeff, I know that it was probably twenty-five in the dough, fifteen pre-sale, <laughs> featuring local acts such as Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. What I'm trying to say, it was a black show, and there's nothing wrong with that. We need programs as well. Holla! Let's elevate Let's too. elevate my people. Everybody had a dress like it was the '90s, and then everybody just ended up dressing like Jazzy Jeff. So Kid it was play like, show. It was a million Jazzy Jeff march. Yeah. Jesse that would Jeff. be amazing. <laughs> That's not what Jeff. we need right now for the culture. <laughs> million Jazzy Jeff March. Could you imagine Donald Trump? <laughs> a million, Look at him. Million Look at Jazzy him. Jeff March. Oh, these Jazzy Jeffs. Oh, no. 
Oh, oh Melania man. doesn't see. That'd be amazing. He'd probably get the, excited because he thinks he'd march. have a new like, racial epithet. Oh, could you imagine if everybody had to wear Jazzy Jeff masks and go to Washington and say like the women's march? Like all the women crazy. were just like, we're going to fuck with their heads. Totally troll Trump we'll with some Jazzy best. Jeff masks. <laughs> what are, what's to stop everyone from putting on Michael's Meyer mask in a jumpsuit and just storming downtown fucking Washington, the mall? Just Dude, I ask every day, like, how safe. is You're it safe, not... Dude? that hard to accomplish something like that like someone's that, got to that a fact that an idiot can declare a state of emergency I mean it's not an emergency <laughs> if it's fucking proclaimed by an idiot everybody knows that right? <laughs> I mean it's Jesus so no it's nothing bad oh wait it is no didn't yeah. to talk about times well, when the president was strong and landed on fucking aircraft carriers talking about mission accomplished back in the good old days you know make America great again yes so, well, that. yeah, you know, if I, if you want me to get <laughs> obnoxious and totally name droppy, like I said, I just own it. Like I, I don't try to sneak it in there. Like when I'm name dropping, I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm dropping names. Blast it. This is my claim to fame. Go my, off, the queen. three celebrities that I hung out with in, in New York. Interpol. Um, well, no. So those are, those are like what kind of just like people hanging out, you know, but so my Tell the, the time ca- you ran claim into Paul to Simon. fame though, the claim to fame <laughs> that I have is that I threw a, Christmas party in my tiny little two-bedroom apartment in okay. Williamsburg. Um, my friend Matt was my roommate, who he lives here now. is one of my, my best friends still. And uh, it was this t- totally shitty little apartment. Lived there forever. It was when we didn't even have a sink in the bathroom. Like it was just like a toilet and a and a and the shower was in the living tub. So we used the kitchen. So you, we never cooked. So this, by, this I, I blame New York and like how I never really learned to cook because you, you don't cook in New York, first of all. Of course and if you not. do, like that's when you're older and, and civilized. Like all my friends now my have friends nice places with like actual kitchens and a sink, all fancy, right, all fancy with the sink in their bathroom, all all showing off, you know. Yeah. But um, so anyway, so it was this shitty little apartment, and somehow I don't know how it ended up that we planned this party on a Monday night. This is like that. This is what makes the story so New Yorky because like all our friends came. It was a Monday night, and and it was a Christmas party. But my friends, they, they went hard, man. They were partiers. Okay, stupid, huh? so my friend Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Hill, she had uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah, her name's Lauren Hill. She's like, uh, she's very well known. You had a yeah. friend? No, yeah, I know, but her name's Lauren Hill. She's a white white lady. She Wait, lives in uh, Denver now. Not Lauren but, uh, Hill. Like you might win some, but you just lost one. Not that Lauren Hill. No. <laughs> No, no, okay, but forever. And the thing is, like, you it, said SZA earlier it just too. Sounds, Are you talking about SZA, SZA? And you know when you have a friend with a name, like, it sounds weird to even just call her Lauren. Like, it's yeah. just like Lauren Hill. You just say her whole LH. name because it's just like you know. Said, that's always crazy. I've never said anybody's full name. But if My there's someone that they're that just sort of you know. Mr. Smith, like, oh, I have like an Oprah name. Like, I'm just Dana, you know? Like, I'm like, I, I try, I'm notorious like Oprah as I'm comparing that's, myself. You do you have like a, you're like a fucking, you're the Madonna of, <laughs> the Madonna. of all of fucking Northeast Ohio. Madonna of Northeast Ohio. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, God. Um, but so Lauren had warned us. She was like, um, she's like, hey, do you guys, would it be cool if I brought Moby <laughs> to your Who? Christmas party? Moby. Moby is a thief. Oh, come on. He stole those. He borrowed those records from his friend and got super lucky. I don't. Sure. That's sure. True. I, I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure. Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> I love Moby. I've I've seen him in concert many times. I'm I don't you know I got no shame in like no, the big Moby, name people I mean, like he's that. Dope, he's dope. It's you know it can be don't somewhat yourself, cheesy, but I love you him. You cannot like Moby. I used to like that one. He song is a fuck, he's an amazing musician. I don't care. Incredibly I'll, talented. I'll admit, I don't like Moby. You don't like Moby and Gwen Stefani? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're missing out on a dance party. I'm just friend. a different guy. Here we are. You're now. just a different guy. It's not your thing. I would be kind of concerned, actually. I was Wilson, more of a fat boy slim fan. Yeah, I would. You know, I'd be concerned. He's got some hits. He's great, and he's an no, interesting he's cool. person. This and that. Anywho, Ball. we're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Moby's gonna come to our Christmas party, whatever. Like, not. <laughs> we're like, yeah. But lit. I'm like, actually, I think she probably is gonna bring him. You know. So it's just funny because I'm standing in my ki- in my tiniest kitchen. And there's this long little hallway that, and like the the refrigerator's right there, so you have to kind of go around it. Okay. And all of a sudden, I look over, and it's just fucking Ball Moby is dude. just like Hang in out. my just like a in vegan my Nosferatu. Yeah, he just comes totally <laughs> vegan. <laughs> Did he have like lights? Vegan <laughs> <laughs> Nosferatu, oh. yes. Oh man, he just like couldn't be any more Moby, you know. Like it's just his little he's head, and he just sweater. comes rolling through. <laughs> and um, he's wearing Doc's Martin, and it was cool. And but so the thing was, so he hung out with us all night. It was a very tumultuous, crazy. Um, I have a photo of it that I use on Facebook as like the background, whatever. So every year, of okay. course, everyone's like, oh, tis the season because it's like my Christmas card because there's my Moby. Christmas tree in the background. I'm sitting there sm- holding a beer, smoking a cigarette, and Moby's sitting next to me. I'm, we're sitting on my bedroom floor with, I had a, I had a sick beam. I had a shag rug, of course, because you know, I was yeah. all pimp. Nice. So I had a shag rug. I had a leather, a black leather beanbag chair. So Moby's like sitting on a beanbag chair. We're Hell sitting yeah. on the floor. Literally, my bedroom was like this big, like right Damn. here, but I, I had a loft, I had a lofted bed. Oh, that's Cool. And um, no, it was pimp. I had this, so I had this sick like um f- wall photo mural, which I still like. Uh, that's still my vibe. But anyway, because well, I get to that because Moby like loved my decor. Like he wanted me to like design. I don't how I lost touch with Moby. I'll never know because it sucks. Because I yeah. ran into him again at another party like a couple months later, and we you hung out again. So we were like to- totally, we were tight for a minute. But um, so he's at the party. But then there's just like all of these things that happen throughout the night that that are of course all these inside jokes Moby with all my friends. Someone. But no, so he just. So first of all, half the party is all these like total New York City DJs and they're all have like big egos and they think they're super cool. So they're like, they think it's like funny that he's there. So they're kind of trying to be, and I was dating this guy Juan at the time who's like a total curmudgeon. And um, so so we ended up getting into like a huge fight later that night, like about Moby. Like I kicked him out of my apartment. Like he was like the last person there or whatever. Juan Moby? Juan, Juan. And um. Anyway, but basically they, they start do? like heckling him, just talking shit, <laughs> just talking shit. He's just a big shit. I love him. We're still friends, but he's just like a total shit. He's like he's from New York too, so a man oh. from born and raised New York. Hey, like, yo, he's lived yeah, in I'm talking about our one He talks about man. Williamsburg. Hey, Juan, why you want a trip? When there, he had to walk over a dead body once to get to work, like oh, I'm back walking in the over the fucking dead body over all there. that, you know. Look at me. No, you think you got it rough over there? I'm walking over dead bodies over here. <laughs> but so the so some of the friends start like cool, they're trying to heckle Moby, and they they put on like they played Bro. go. So the thing was, is there's all we're, we're DJing and everyone's dancing. Just, like it was a turned up party. Let me tell you, we would turn it up. My na- I almost got evicted after this party. My neighbors hated me. You but were going off. We were going off. There was a dance party in the kitchen, and so Moby then he starts to de- he starts to play music. And of course, this is, I had like iTunes library, you know. Okay. So he's over here. So then it starts. It 
started getting funny because he starts getting really like e- emotional. He's like all emo. And then he starts putting people are like, he put, he started putting on like the velvet underground and people were like, who the fuck? My friend Kendra, she's like all about being like in charge of the music. She's a DJ as well. Yeah. She's like, who the, who's playing the fucking velvet underground? Oh, it's Moby. Oh, it's Moby. And then like he put on oh, the pointer sisters though in the kitchen and we were all like just dancing, having so much fun. So then he's just like, talk, he's talking to everybody. He's super talkative. He's like talking to me. He's like, he was like, yeah, he was like, he told, well, he told, I was wearing like kind of a revealing dress with my, oh, my, my tits were up, you know, back Hi. when they were real high and dry, you know, back in my, my mid twenties or whatever. You about to drink that booty water though. <laughs> you know, care. you know the booty water. You safe, baby? Yeah. So he's just like, oh, he's like, you're the, you're the sexiest girl here. You're the sexiest woman here. And then he's oh, like, obsessed. he's obsessed with my loft, but he's like, how do you have sex up there? Like he's asking me all about my sex life. He's all trying to stuff. figure out his moves. But then it was funny too, because at some point I was, at this point I was actually in nursing school. And so we were talking about that. And so he, he was just like, no, 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 don't do it. He's like, no. He's like, you're an artist. You're a designer. He's like, you can't, don't do it. He's what? Like, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. And I still think of him. Like, I'm like, I should have listened to Moby. I should have listened to Moby. Because he was kind of right in like a lot of ways. Like, I miss my um, my creative and my design. So I'm trying to get yeah. back into that. And I will. I've got a plan for all that. Blah, so blah. at the end of the but day, it's like when you... When it was just funny. The things that, you know, the little nuggets of wisdom that he was thrown down. But you didn't take that advice. And now you're in a whole different... You know, I know. So if I realm. see him again, which means... Maybe our paths will cross. Um, you know, I'm gonna tell him and be like, you know, you you convince. I was like, oh, sorry, we can't all be like international DJs. You know, what I mean? sorry, you and your what if we like can, a multi-billion-dollar loft in Soho or whatever. I'm gonna start DJing. I think, <laughs> dude. He well, I mean, yeah. You just play songs, right? That's easy. Your name should be uh, Jazzy Jeff. I think that's taken. I think that name's taken, man. Jazzy I Jeb. I don't know. Jazzy Jeb. <laughs> Jazzy Jeb. Yeah. <laughs> That's real catchy. I you like know? DJ Jamesy. I like DJ Jamesy. DJ Jamesy. DJ Jamesy. That sounds like a shitty 96.5 DJ, though. No, that's dope. DJ Jamesy. Hey, bitch. I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a friend of the community, bro. a bunch of Ariana Grande and fucking. I get so happy with my head on my shoulder. I got one less problem without you, baby. Got one less problem without you, baby. One less, one less problem. What if Roseanne sang that? Let's bring oh, her back, God. dude. Let's bring her back from the know, grave. Man, I wouldn't be into that. Roseanne. Roseanne, I know you listen. You're a fan of Roseanne's fan of the podcast. If you're listening. That black guy and that spick is real funny. <laughs> That's what she would say. Oh, God. We know Rosie. We love her. Oh, it's all no. in jest. Oh, man. No, fuck Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean, fuck <laughs> wait, oh, yeah. Fuck Roseanne. I know. I was like, wait a minute. Was Rosie that? O'Donnell, you still cool. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe She's we can get cool. some attention from you know who if we uh, say fuck Rosie O'Donnell. Fuck him, too. You can't say fuck he who must not be named. Whatever. So I love that the president's Voldemort too. This oh, he, like, who's a big ass. It's <laughs> so funny. Like there's time now. It's time for a hero, bro. There's a little Harry Potter out there somewhere in this motherfucking world talking about Ah, Vaticanavit, Sectum Sempra. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Now I'm he's, like, he's <laughs> doing Harry Potter reference. I'm like, just letting you tange, tange off. Harry Potter's the tange off. Yeah, fuck with It's him. good stuff. He's a boy I wizard. Don't deny it. Boy wizard. It'd be cool to go to a school. He's to a learn Stevie about Wonder, white wizarding. 
He's not the Stevie Wonder of White Wizard. Yes, he is. He's the prodigy. How's, okay, he's a prodigy. I <laughs> the prodigy? I Hell the yeah, prodigy. the prodigy. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to turn it up. Sometimes we're going to throw a party in Cleveland. It's going to be turned. They're going to be like. To the fucking max. There's gonna be, well, I'm going to throw another party eventually in my basement. Can we go um, back I've to got back, the. DJ? I don't think either. No, you were. I don't. Did you ever come to one of my other parties? I don't know. I used to throw big parties in my basement because I can write up. Because those are the party. things you can't do. You can't do that in New York. So when I moved back to Cleveland, I was like, dude, I have a, a huge DJ basement. Party. I can throw like raves down there. Dude, let's fucking, let me, let's DJ, let me DJ your party. It'll be dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do back it. To back I'm sets. probably going to do, it's a beach. I have a beach. I turn it into a beach, the basement. So I throw a beach party and That's I, I think it, I might throw it again this maybe January. You be careful though because James gets into a thing where he just plays cheeseburger in paradise. For <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm don't. not opposed to that. Yeah, it's the most. I've never <laughs> it's his most. Uh, it's his oh most second most. Oh my god! Highly, highly requested. Times in a classic. Row, what did, oh, where did you do that? Didn't you do that at patio? I did. I highly requested like eight times. Classic. And it's the song. The song starts and ends the same way, so no one knows. And it's just like you're caught in a time loop, and it's. It's like you don't know when it's starting or when it's ending after like the second time. And they're probably going to order the same drink every time. It makes people leave. Like it drives yeah, people that's out. Yeah, cl- that's a good closer. Dude, it's that needs to play Ben by Michael Jackson. Ben? By Michael Jackson, dude. The song about the rat. People will walk <laughs> out. Like it's like, Not they're like, like one of his B sides. Ben the rat's well, coming to town. Michael Jackson B side? You are the one I'm looking for. That song, it's like that. It's a fucking sad ass song about his pet rat that his dad probably beat with a fucking yeah, belt. Yeah, dad probably <laughs> just fucking took a get took him, a get that rat out of him. Get that rat out of him. <laughs> he just had the rat. In oh his my hand. god. <laughs> he had the rat in his hand. He just had the shoe in the other. I'm hand. Joe Jackson. Boy, is that a mouse? Boom! <laughs> Splat! No! I'm gonna turn white. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my face off. I'm gonna grow my hair all the way down to my butt. What did you say to me, boy? <laughs> Run, Michael! Shut up, Jermaine. <laughs> you next. Move them bricks from there to over there. Why, Dad? Because I said so. That's part of the Jackson 5 movie, dude. That fuck every I know, I'm just on. watching now. Every time that shit's on, I watch that. <laughs> I want to know more about young Michael. Anyway, I mean, we just well, let's reel it in because I know the people they want to hear. They want, they want to hear what, about what happened at the end of the Moby story. Tell you know? them about Moby, and then we'll talk briefly about your new path. Deanna is on the program. She only goes by one name. <laughs> Wood or Rose? No, okay, Moby. So Moby, so the party. So now it's like it, things are just messy. You know, it's like five in the morning. Bum, all, bum, the, all the all the degenerates are still songs. there. Everyone's partying hard. You know, and uh, someone, one of the people there, I don't know, somebody made a drug order as you do in New York. They they like the drugs there. Drugs. So somebody ordered a, a shit ton of drugs. Was and that then, pizza? Hard drugs yeah, or soft like hard drugs? drugs. Oh yeah. And uh, I didn't do them. I didn't do them sure, at yeah. that time. <laughs> That, at that time in my life, actually, it's a true story. But um, uh, somebody bought drugs, and then Moby, when the uh, when the delivery arrived, Moby went and paid for everyone's drugs. Probably, I think it was like four hundred dollars or something. <laughs> oh, so he just slammed down four hundred dollars, paid for everyone's oh, drugs, and then he left like shortly after. Um, but when he left, his famous words were. Uh, 
he mumbles, he goes, I haven't been this drunk since 1995. <laughs> then he bounced. He which, which, you know, first of all, he's not not known to be a drinker. And maybe, maybe he was just kidding. He's I don't know. We don't know. Maybe he did cannot confirm. Just like, oh, man, confirm that. But uh, you made Moby turn into a monk. Dude, it was. Not, oh, and at one point he was literally, I'm not kidding. He was under my desk, like in the fetal position when he was playing maybe the Velvet Underground. And he started to, he was like, starting to kind of cry at That's one point beautiful. and Lauren was kind of consoling him. It was like quite a night. Lauren there were Hill. lots of different what strange things. Strange Hill. things. And then I ran into him a couple months later at a, there was this underground party in New York it was called Mini Moo. We called it Mini Poo because it sucked. It was thrown Ugh. by this super pretentious Euro trash lady and she got she got ran out of town. It was like a whole thing. But really? so the parties were fun for a while. And tarred so, and feathered like they used to do in the she old was pretty much She was tar and feathered like right on out of New York City. Well, she had to damn. flee. I don't know. She probably lives in like Brazil now or something. Kicked She's all international, Apple. whatever. And um, so I'm, I'm wandering around the party and I turn, I look over, it's fucking Moby. And I, I'm like, Moby. And like, there were people were trying to get their picture taken with them, some fans or something. Yeah. I go up to him, I'm like, Moby, what are you doing? And it, this was weird though, because he says to me, he's like, oh, he's like, I thought, I thought I saw you earlier. I thought I ran into you earlier or whatever. And they were hanging out. And he's, he's so funny. He was, I remember he was trying to ask me like girl advice. Yeah. So he was trying to talk and sh- trying to show me like text messages or something on his phone. I couldn't even understand. I was like, Moby, Moby you're a low talker. I was like, you're like low talky. I don't understand what you're saying. Come over here. And then we hung out for a while. And then like, I don't know. I lost track of him. That was it. That was the end of my, my Moby hangs. But, but you didn't take his advice. I know. I, I went for it, man. And now you're dealing with meth heads in Las Vegas. <laughs> now I'm taking care of crazy meth heads in Vegas. Hell yeah. yeah. That's, that's Living brave. the nurse le- dream. Yeah. So brave. What's the craziest oh. shit you've ever seen after hanging out with Moby and say like on like a regular shift? Oh, well, I, like I said, I think like I sort of think the nursing stories are boring to me. Like, I mean, they're not because there's a lot, but yeah. um, I'd rather just talk shit about all the C-list celebrities. <laughs> but yeah, no, well, I, you know, probably I, I alluded to it earlier, the guy who um, uh, he was a prisoner. In, yeah. So in Vegas, I had a lot of prisoners, um, oh my God. a lot. And they'd be shackled, which whatever. That's like fine. But um, a lot of suicide watch patients, this and that. But like I said, there was shit. it was tons of math out there. So tons of people, you know, living on the streets, doing math, lots of ugly shit. But um, uh, one of the stories was like just it just sucked before right before Christmas. I had a patient and um, he was all shackled to the bed and had like a giant neck brace and everything. He was a prisoner. Oh and somebody was like, oh, you know, um, do you know what he did? He's on been on the news or whatever. And I'm like, oh, God. So the story was, yeah, he just, he had um, like stabbed his two kids, the daughter he had like been molesting for a while. They tried to take her out. She was like 13. He murdered two kids and his wife, stabbed them in a motel, but the only, the daughter died. The son and the wife were both in the same hospital in critical care. And then he tried to blow his face off. But of course he lived. So he lived, and then he was my patient, and Dude. which I, I'm, I'm totally. I obviously I treat everyone the same. He didn't yeah. need much care, honestly. It was like you know he couldn't talk, couldn't eat. I just had to give him like pain meds here and there and whatnot. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, that's like that's probably the craziest story. But I mean, other than I could go on and on about like just all kinds of you know, a- life and death and people, die, you know, all yeah. kinds of crazy stories. You but I think I said it. Yeah, I see. I put people in body bags and, and I think seen that's some why, crazy shit. I think that's why you're so focused on living your best life. 
I hope so. It does, you know, it's like people always think it's like, oh, being a nurse, um, you know, just makes you appreciate everything so much more. It does, but it also, I've, I just already am a quite dark, depressed person. So it also just really depresses you and it takes a toll. So Hmm. it's like, I, you know, in many ways, like, you know, you just get sad and sad and you're like, I'm getting older. My parents are getting older. Everyone's going to die. Everyone's getting sick. You know, there's all that. But like I said, this isn't fun. This isn't fun conversation, but. yeah, it's, sometimes it's, on it's CG stuff, rewarding. But it all, you know, it definitely makes me like. It takes a lot to like ruffle my feathers, and it takes a lot for me to like. You know, I'm like your bad, your bad day of work is not like my bad day of work. Right? You know, so I'm I'm definitely way more chill about lots of things in life, and it does help you keep perspective on what's really important and all that. Hell blah yeah. blah. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Boring talk. Before we go. <laughs> I do have one more before we stop talking about this boring work talk. I do have one question that's always been itching in my mind. Oh, um, two questions. Now that I think about it, because they both involve scrubs. Sometimes, scrubs, oh no, I thought it was going to be something real juicy, and now you're going with scrubs. Well, the second one might be a little salacious. You know me. Oh no, Anyway, um, scrubs. Do you keep like extra scrubs in case you get like blood all over you? Uh, well, I've had that happen. Um, there's usually the hospital has like, you know, if Some you have scaries. to change. Um, it's more like I've definitely gotten like all kinds of disgusting things on me. One, The Bio. worst time I had blood was when I was at the clinic and I caught, there was a patient, it was post-op. And he was about to fall and I caught him and like he had chest tubes and they got ripped out. And the, this is back when they were we had to wear white scrubs and I got like his blood like all over my white scrubs and I had to go Damn. clean it and change and all this. And then like another patient I remember was all like super pissed because like I was it took me a little while. Like I literally went in there and was like, yeah, I'm going to be I'll be back with your meds or whatever it was you needed. But I, you know, just caught a patient. And I had blood all over me. This and, that. and then he still like he still complained. Like he literally went to oh, management that like I, t- I seem to have a lot of excuses as to what why I think so like dude I'm telling you being I a nurse is you, like I this is what it makes you like hate up. it actually like makes you hate people like I actually I hurt my back too like my back was sore it was a whole thing you know but Humanity whatever I, like you. I said I'm like that to me is like I boring. feel like being a nurse and being a cop are probably very similar oh my god I, I talk about that kind of shit all the time like the two I think the three jo- three of the jobs that like completely change how you see humanity is like cop nurse teacher I think those people huh. or like social work and whatnot maybe all but it's like that is it changes maybe changes all you. cops should be nurses totally changes you <laughs> So that we, I deal with a lot of cops with, through the job. You know, next time you're dealing with a cop, make sure you don't use any pain numbing stuff. The great me. thing though Stay is that you me. can use like using the nurse card with cops. They they like that. They they like to get out of a pickle. I, I want you to save them right for <laughs> more than a few times. I want you to save the cop, but I want it to hurt real bad, just for all the blacks in the world. I want them to feel their pain. Yeah. And uh, also on that note, it's time to teach these <laughs> devils a little bit, I think, before we go. We talked a lot about, uh, you know, popping uh, hot music that I fuck with. But at the end of the day, I read, I read this the other day. Well, I heard it on the radio at some point, NPR probably. That type of music, like the, the that indie music, is kind of mutually exclusive of people that aren't like in a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, Wilson? What? Block party. <laughs> That's like people who aren't in block party, like or 
whatever, you know, like aren't in the Strokes. The Strokes is like a dope band, but the culture that, uh, not that, well, especially the Strokes is like half of them are super rich, right? But like, yeah, well, they were rich to begin with. The yeah. one with the, yeah, the dads, yeah. the model guy, singer, whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, like a well-known lounge singer, I think, yeah. or some shit. Like the lead singer is I know he's a he's owns a modeling agency in New York. I forget yep. his name now. I it's should crazy. know it, but oh. whatever. But it's like that kind of stuff yeah. is exclusive of the. He might maybe is a lounge singer too. All the shit. Who knows? He it's is like now. That kind of money. He is now. You could just fucking be a lounge singer, man. That's good money. But good money. Sometimes we got to think about the uh, the dichotomies of the past. It's like what if uh, what if fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff could have learned how to play the fucking clarinet, my guy? Maybe this would be a different world. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. And here on Teach These Devils, we want to thank you for listening. Well, what was your what was the last question? Oh, the last yeah. question about Scrubs. Or, or, no, you said you had two questions, and I'm just I was wondering if the You're second right. one You're was going to be actually ju- actually juicy or like the second salacious question I have is how do you get your underpants not to show through the scrubs? Oh, I. <laughs> What's the trick? Yeah, no, there's a couple tricks, but I actually I'm not, not going to tell you my full trick because that's a little too revealing. Come it's on, kind baby. of funny. Maybe after we turn. The <laughs> oh, after off, we turn we it talk. off, yeah. All right, it's wearing another can, set of. Pants. Well, let's just say I'm not like a huge fan of underwear. It's not. I, I'm not a huge fan. I don't care for it. So. It solves a lot. It can solve a lot of problems, actually. No way. I don't feel safe. You're just fucking open booty out there, saving (laughs) lives. That's fucking kind of nice. It's real dirty, but that's gonna go with like you know. Now I have to beat away even more boys who are trying to get with the the slutty nurse up here. I'm which I you know I'm not slutty because I I can be, but I'm also you know. I got them walls up, like the Great Wall of China. Do you want me to delete this? <laughs> the time. I don't really. I really don't care. No, no, it's funny. That's I actually hilarious. don't care. I, was I probably haven't worn underwear since like 2009, maybe. What girls <laughs> playing? I'm not it's wearing any right it just now. Sounds uncomfortable. Hello. But it's like not in like a. I'm not trying to be like sexy. It's just like logistically, like I just. It's obnoxious. Underpants. Yeah. You don't. You you just do just you know. Hmm. You just make it work. Girl stop. You make it work. See, I anyway. have to wear underpants. Why, Wilson? I do. So, uh, yeah, you're I do sometimes. Bag, <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a really. But long not in like scrotum. a regular. I haven't. Wore, I, it's not a regular. It's not part of my regular routine. But Bridges? like I go through phases. Yeah. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes yeah. you gotta put your britches on. Sometimes you gotta just put your big girl panties on. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't. <laughs> Most of the time, you'd rather not. See, I, I like wearing underpants. I, I don't mind it. Like, I don't like wearing underpants in like. Pajamas. I think it's it's yeah, it's it's totes different for boys and girls. Why would you wear underpants in pajamas? I don't know because you keep wearing underpants. Unless you're sitting at a computer chair, then you let that line on your bag. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Makes your bag look like a weird baseball. <laughs> Just uh, or, or you get caught between the briefs. Oh, that'll happen sometimes. You know, I sometimes never mind. Um. We got more to talk about after the break here on TCS Devils. You guys are always missing out. As usual, you fucking hounds. You're never going to know all the secrets. <laughs> all the secrets. That's why we're the best. Dina, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, dude. Always Thanks. a pleasure. Thanks for revealing that most nurses are naked under their scrubs. <laughs> Gentlemen, that'll make you feel a little bit better and get you on the road to recovery just to scotch faster. Um, I think that's right. 
You know about hormones and stuff. That shit was real. Yeah, dude. You want to touch fucking crystals and you don't think that fucking girls' armpits don't make men stronger? Shut up. What do you know? <laughs> Wilson. What? <laughs> Welcome what? back to the program. Thanks, man. I will never die. <laughs> You're never going anywhere. I will, I will never, never die. die. Wilson, Justin, with he's gonna live forever. Deanna's gonna give us the. She did steal that uh, live forever juice, right? From for the rich people, you stole that shit. Oh yeah, dude! I got some crazy kryptonite. We're gonna juice up with that, and then we'll see you next week on Teach These Devils. If it's Wednesday, Teach Teach These Devils. Whoop! Bye, we love you. Bye. I'm going to outlive you. Who me? Everyone.